0: So that
1: made me really sad. It does. <laughs> I said, I was like, Oh cute. And then I was like, Oh, <laughs> Oh no.
0: Now the next movie. Now we're finally getting into at the beginning of this, before you guys join, Amazon
1: prime for free, if you are told me
0: that most of the, um, most of the movies for new years are probably going to be romances. And I would say that most of them have not been up to this point.
1: I know I, I banked wrong.
0: But now we are getting into the romance section because the next one is When Harry Met Sally.
1: Oh, yep.
0: It is hysterical. It is a classic. I'm assuming everybody has seen it. I don't you know. If you're not, I'm hey, very under- surprised. The thing.
1: It's, it's one of the movies that I just never got to. Oh, Just never got I'm, to. I don't know why. I've heard of it a lot in pop culture. I'm sure there are scenes from it oh, that I'm, I'm aware way.
0: of. I'll have one. having. Um,
1: oh yeah. Okay. So yes, that's from that movie. I've seen that skit done everywhere in everything. Yeah. Everyone uses it. It's yeah. super, super famous, um, and also available everywhere. It's on Hulu Premium, Sling TV, Fubo, Amazon. And they
0: are right. It does feature one of the most killer New Year scenes that has been shown. Is I that feel the orgasm
1: like, at the table,
0: um,
1: or is it something else?
0: I feel like I should, like, they don't delge into that. I don't know if I should delge into that, because maybe they're right. Maybe it should be kept up to the viewer to oh, see it if okay. you haven't. Because they're very cautious how they write it. And I'm like, maybe they got a point. Huh. Maybe it's not a bad thing. And it's a, it's a romance. So how much surprise can a romance movie give you?
1: I mean, uh, very much like the superhero movies, most romance movies follow a very specific.
0: I mean, this movie is orgasmic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking fuck, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: so the next movie
1: is <laughs> moving on.
0: Is Trading Places with Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy? And this is a <laughs> buddy movie. And it's like, who doesn't want to start off New Year's with a laugh? This movie spans Thanksgiving to New Year's, um, and it's I, it's it's more of a vindictive movie than a switch. Like it's it's I've seen it once, and it has to do with trading. Um, yeah, yeah, stock trading.
1: Yeah, it's I've got a snobbish investor and a wily street con. Wily. I love it when they use that word. Great. Okay. On artists find, position, find their positions reversed as a part of a bet by two callous millionaires.
0: Right. They put them, kind of pit them against each other and they do it so they can make money. And it's super fun.
1: That does sound fun.
0: It's a super fun film.
1: Oh, ferrets. Oh well, my goodness. It must ah. be being naughty. It must
0: be so, being naughty. Just so you know, it's Dan Aykroyd, Eddie Murphy, so how could it be bad?
1: Right, Eddie Murphy is pretty, has always been pretty consistent with how hilarious he is. He was, he seems to be like, um, what's it called, cancel culture protected, because people came for him for two seconds because of his, one of his old stand-ups, but then it didn't seem to hold, like. He's beloved. He's fucking hilarious. And he's always been like edgy hilarious. So it's fucking Eddie Murphy. You're about now to hear next... something grungy and hilarious. Exactly. Roll with it.
0: Now the next movie is another Paul Thomas Anderson film. Same like guy TV who did. Hulu. Same guy that did Phantom Thread. We're gonna go back in time oh. a little bit and go to Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. Same guy. <laughs> And it's a look at the Boogie Nights, is a look at the porn industry and it,
1: the porn industry in the 90s. And it
0: sets and it starts off on at a New
1: Year's Eve party. So, um, that's how they're tying it into New Year's. That's, I mean, I feel like that's pushing it, but the only thing that made House of Yes a Thanksgiving movie was the fact that like the turkey never got made. So, <laughs>
0: I mean, they had cranberry sauce.
1: They did. They had cranberry sauce. (laughs) It's so good. No power, electric stove. Bye. So
0: After Boogie Nights is a movie that I need to see. And this is something I know I need to see. It's from the 1950s. It's called Sunset Boulevard.
1: Boogie Nights is only available on Hulu. Sorry, guys, you got to buy that shit.
0: Oh, I have a about Oh. Not
1: <laughs> you! You own everything. Yes, I do. <laughs> I'm sorry. Next movie.
0: Sunset Boulevard, nineteen fifty. <laughs> William Holden, Gloria Swanson, Eric Von Stroheim. Um New Year's Eve could be worse. You could be the only guest that Hollywood has been. Norma Desmond's New Year- Year's Eve party. As Joe Gillis realizes is at the beginning of this mo- As Joe Gillis realizes he is at the beginning of this movie. So I've heard lots about this movie. I've never seen it. I'm told it's He's a classic. Oh, you haven't seen it either.
1: No. I like. I thought this is one of those movies where I've, like I've heard of it, and I was sure I've seen it, but this is an older movie. I've never seen this. Nope. American Black Comedy Film Noir directed and co-written by Billy Wilder.
2: Uh, It
0: says Joe Gillis is a struggling screenwriter and Gloria Swanson is a former silent film star who draws him in to her demented fantasy world where she dreams of making a triumphant return to the screen.
1: (gasps) I wonder if this trope... Okay. Can't think of where I saw it. Maybe it was a Black Mirror episode. Maybe it was a... I don't know. Can't think of it. But there is a reference... That happens about an old an old starlet who will kidnap men, not really kidnap them, kind of like seduce, persuade them into her world because she's an old movie star and she will make them recreate her old movies with her, with dreams of of coming back. Except she always ends up like killing them and very, very much in the guise of a uh, buffalo bill like it's very keep them forever kind of thing yeah it's a lot of fun and I've seen it pop up a lot and I've now we have to watch this because if this is where that came from
0: we need to see it
1: we need to know about it yeah
0: so the next movie on our list is while
1: you were sleeping
2: oh
1: I I always found this
0: movie fun Um, it is
1: for free on Amazon Prime okay while you were sleeping it is. While
0: you were sleeping, um, I'm assuming you've heard of this. Sandra Bullock, Bill Pullman. Oh yes. He's in a he's in a coma and she pretends to be his fiance that they were never introduced to, and then she falls in love with his brother.
1: That sounds like a terrible, terrible film that I should probably watch because you know, those movies should always be under your roster.
0: Very much sounds similar to Mrs. Winterborne. Which, I love This is Winterborn more than this. But either well,
1: way. I'm a little bit getting, um, I immediately a little bit was like, Overboard? And Overboard yeah, did this? Yeah, um, This is another movie they made twice, and it was super unnecessary. Like we didn't yeah. need another one with the roles reversed. It was fine the way but the it was. the first one was great. Yeah. first one was great. It was fantastic. I don't know why you're fucking with shit. That's just fine. It's fine. Anyway, sorry. Carry on. Um, Apparently, the new Overboard film really upset me. I don't
0: know. <laughs> I think it upset a lot of people.
1: <laughs> it was terrible. Okay, I'm fine.
0: So while you were sleeping, is you know, once again, I, I kind of described it. He gotten hit by a. I, I want to say hit by a, a um, commuter train is how he got into the coma. Um, it's been a little while since I've seen this film.
1: I but, feel like uh, I'm going to disagree with a lot of someone. There's a review on IMDb here. That's like Sandra is adorable as Lucy. She has no sinister intent, just swept up in the commotion and in the end falls in love with the whole family. I, I feel like that's, pro- it's also available on Disney plus. Well, it's a Disney, f-
0: Disney made it, but released under touchstone. Um, um,
1: or for three it- 99. If you want to give Amazon some money for it. It is,
0: it does have Glenish Johns. That's one of her last roles. And she was the mother on Mary Poppins. If you don't know who she is by her name.
1: Oh, yeah. I would not have guessed that, but okay. I mean, <laughs> I would definitely watch this, but I, I feel like it's not as, I'm probably going to watch this and be like, this is terrible. The mental health crisis is real, but that's how I watch movies now. So I'm sure it'll be fun
0: next up on the list is the poseidon adventure i have never seen this wait I one more
1: time what was it
0: the poseidon adventure it's about a capsized um luxury cruise ship okay. oh it gets capsized on new year's eve
1: oh jesus okay uh, this is, we're pushing we're pushing shit now <laughs>
0: The film is anchored, pun kind of intended, by an amazing ensemble cast (laughs) that includes Gene Hackman, Ernest Borgnine, Jack Alberson, Red Buttons, and Shirley Winters. That is amazing. Huh. So there's that.
1: It is one of those movies that is not readily available in many places. It looks like you will have to make a point to find it. Some movies are like that. Exactly. Um, So, yeah, if you're interested in that. uh, I I bought it once as
0: a gift for a person that was going on a cruise.
1: You're you're the meanest person ever.
0: We spent two weeks (laughs) of giving her terrible gifts. (gasps) Even a little Lego figure that was eaten by a shark. He got a shark.
1: (laughs) That's actually really funny.
0: We sent a. we sent a remote control floating shark over to her store and flew it around her store chasing her.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was also fun.
2: Oh. I gave her a
0: Titanic deck of playing cards. Not Titanic the movie, as in Titanic real shots of it underwater.
1: Oh, that's not nice. You sent her <laughs> legit Oh. Bad uh. person, sir.
0: We made it 14 days. Fourteen days of mean stuff. It was great.
1: It's anyway, almost, wow, weeks, moving on.
0: Uh, the next one is Bridget Jones's diary. Oh, really? Now, I tried to watch this once and I hated it. I've never revisited it ever. Apparently, it starts and ends on New Year's.
1: Oh, yeah. So, the Bridget Jones series, because there's quite a bit of them, I found her Twitty. I think there's they they often have her play like really I so I loved Nurse I Betty. I, no, I think I Renee Zellweger. I think I first got introduced to her as the bride of Chucky. Oh,
2: if you want a good movie with her, watch Nurse Betty.
1: Um,
0: it's amazing. The
1: so black I do Like, I don't mind her as an actress. Bridget Jones films, I never got through because I think they're wildly mentally unhealthy as far as women. Like, young girls should not be watching that.
0: And I hate Hugh Grant. I can't stand him.
1: Um, But if you would like to torture yourself with some hot trash... Um, and of course, this is my opinion because i the same as you. I've ve- I have very limited experience in the Bridget Jones wheelhouse. It's just one of those movies that I'm like, no, I've I've seen these, and they're usually enraging. Um, and I just couldn't get into them because there's like Bridget Jones Diary, Bridget Jones Something Else, Bridget Jones Baby, Bridget Jones Does Christmas, Bridget Jones. Yeah, like Bridget Jones in space. I don't fucking know.
0: <clears throat> I think you're now mixing up the Chucky titles.
1: Oh my um, <laughs> Chucky, oh, Chucky Jones in space? What?
0: It wasn't Chucky in space. It was Leprechaun in space. I got I mixed it up. No. <laughs> but save yourself some time. Bridget Jones was too much for me to handle back in the heyday of when I first saw it. I have not revisited it. I don't know if I have any different perception of it, but I can tell you nurse Betty percent
1: off on Rotten Tomatoes, but I couldn't tell you why
0: I can tell you nurse Betty is wonderful. Watch nurse Betty instead. And it's got Morgan Freeman.
2: There you go.
1: I would probably be behind that. This like, I don't know. It's for free in a lot of places. If that says anything to you.
0: (laughs) Oh, the next movie is mermaids. What? Mermaids ends on New Year's apparently when they have when they have sex in that building It's New Year's who knew Oh uh, It's Have you seen Mermaids?
1: No. Oh. Apparently shares in it.
0: Yes. Yes, shares in it. And Bob Hoskins and Winona Ryder.
1: Yeah. And Christina Ritchie
0: Yeah. That's the little sister.
1: Okay. Oh. I'm, I'm both confused and intrigued, and it's available in lots of places. Oh, but lots of like alt-movie alt streaming places. It's available for free on Pluto, for free on Tubi, Voodoo for $3.99, and... It's basically
0: yeah. a coming-of-age story for Winona Ryder. She's, oh. she's very religious, and she... It, it, it all leads up to her having sex with a guy for the first time. And she, it's, her, it's her, I remember her having this in her angst and she finally does it. Um, it's, it's a, it's, it's an okay movie. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I saw it when I was rather young. I saw it like, I was like 11 or 12.
1: You saw it when you were 11 or Okay.
0: Yeah. I was at my brother's house. His wife had a, had a, had a rented it, so I, I yeah, you know, I was I was definitely too young to necessarily have understood it at the time, and I've revisited it a couple times since I've been an adult because you know it made more sense. But yeah, um, you like this
1: lived in your head, but it didn't. You know, you got to go put the pieces together.
0: I still didn't like like I still haven't really watched it in probably over a decade,
2: so I don't own it. <laughs> That's that statement's weird, I know.
1: Who's gonna say, well, that puts it in a weird bracket? Well, and I'm trying to read like little synopsis on it, and all of it enrages me. Yeah. <laughs> like all of this sounds like a dysfunctional family nightmare. Yeah. Um, so I'll probably watch it so that I can be mad about and it later.
0: Bob Hoskins and Cher together is very strange.
1: That like Cher as an actress in general, like so witches of Eastwick was the only role I saw share. And I was like, this is a comfortable space for me. It's with share
0: in a movie. I love witches of Eastwick.
1: It works well. She does it well. Everyone seems like they're having fun with it. Like it's fine. I have heard of her appearing in other things and never been able to grasp that. And I'm not sure why. Maybe it's because it's just share. Like it's hard to see her as a character
2: yeah i suppose
1: i don't know anyway i mean she I'll, was always
0: looks- uh, i i mean she was always television so i mean i remember the sunny and i Cher guess before show,
1: my time though because i
0: oh yeah fair yeah my i would have known
1: share as a musician um singing life after love a whole lot all over the radio everywhere
0: wasn't that wasn't that from about the same time as mermaid Kids came out
1: Probably, I Well, I mean, Mermaids came out in 1990 and that song came out in the 90s. I don't know, but I know I was old enough. It would have been maybe, I don't know, because I was born in 90. So either that song came back and everybody was listening to it or it, it's, I didn't need the lyrics. I just needed the date release. Damn. <laughs>
2: gave me lyrics. Um, Oops. Yeah, she was, yeah, yeah. She
0: she's been acting since the sixties.
1: So ninety eight. So I was introduced to like ninety share who released that album.
0: It's funny like, oh, because she's a
1: musician, but apparently she was a TV personality. Sunny and
0: Cher. So, oh yeah, Sunny and Cher show. I've, yeah, that's no, I yeah, she's very famous for that. Um, so I go down her movie list, and it's funny because the movies I've seen her in are the Witches of Eastwick Moonstruck and Mermaids, so I've seen eighty sevens and nineties like like they were right together huh, and then I saw Tiwa Mussolini, and then of course, I saw mamma Mia, and then that her yeah, well the the that mamma Mia was the sequel, and it was awful
1: <laughs> and how dare they?
0: I just wanted to spoon my eyes out. I mean, the, the first one wasn't great, but I saw it with a group of people that painted it fod- <laughs> and then the sequel was just a shit show.
1: <laughs> like, why? Why does this? Why is this? Anyway,
0: game? so Mermaids is a movie. A, is a movie, sh-
1: and Cher is in it, and apparently, it's a New Year's movie. Okay.
0: <sighs> the next one is Snowpiercer. Now, Snowpiercer I haven't seen yet. I know it's Chris Evans. Um. It's a dystopian film. It takes place in 2031. Oh, okay. climate change has forced all humanity to live on a moving train. New York's New Year's Eve is celebrated each time it <coughs> circumvented the globe. <coughs> so, I have heard of this. I actually think I ha- have a copy from Black Friday. I have not watched it. Mm. I wasn't. It is sure. available
1: on Netflix, and almost everybody has a Netflix account. So, if you want to go, look around and find out, ladies and gentlemen.
0: So moving on, we're just gonna skip over that. Oh dear. Next is Sleepless in Seattle. Here's your romance oh, one again.
1: Sh- there it is. I, I, wow, I was super wrong though. There's like a lot of dystopian or alternative or not very many goofy romance, romance things. Yeah. Um Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah. Every I think my mom so this is another movie that I have seen, but was too young when I saw it. So I didn't really understand. I was seeing I I've only why. seen this
0: once, so I get that too.
1: Yeah, I watched it one time in association because my mom had it playing on the TV. So it was yeah. like it was there. I don't know. It looked like a love story. I was too young to understand it.
0: I know that his wife his wife died or something. Um it's Yeah, we
1: call I'm, them I'm, unicorns now. They're like good men wives, <laughs> which is real weird. Anyway. All right, so
2: moving
0: on because sorry. that's that is a classic. It's a classic that I have not I've only seen
1: once in my life, probably it is, back that's one when of came those, out. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, I understand that that movie is a big deal, but I just we don't have the experience to speak on it. We missed right. that train. I need
0: to I need to visit that at some point, and I just got it in my collection, so I have not had time to watch it.
1: Oh really? You just got it
0: in your class? I'm gonna say in the last two months, something that Darren had in his file, and I was like, Oh god, this is something I need to revisit and actually see.
1: Yeah, and hey, actually again, like watch through adult well, eyes. So.
0: The going through it as you know, especially coming from a critic's point of view and all the projects that I'm on, I'm more open to movies I haven't seen. And Darren has this used video he he, he basically sells used movies. And he gets them in in quantity, and him and I are friends, and I can exchange titles for titles, so it doesn't really ever cost me much to to experience movies. Mm-hmm. And if I hate them, I can give them back to him. So oh, that's kind
1: of freaking nifty as fuck. Though.
0: So it's it's helpful, super helpful. So yeah, but since I have that kind of a program, I try to use it to. Anything that I might want to see or should see or think I should see, I try to get it from there.
1: That's kind of smart. Well, and I feel like so often, again, one of the cool little luxuries of like messing around with this podcast is looking at movies and being like, oh shit, I should actually go back and watch that movie. I never had a reason to before.
0: And That's how we discovered House of Yes.
1: Yeah. movies
0: <laughs> We were just like, let's do this. Wow. That was traumatizing.
1: <laughs> like oh that was a lot of feelings I wasn't prepared to have okay.
0: Well the next movie is called About Time. I've never seen this, never heard of this. It says ever wish you could do a yeah. whole year over the main character of this movie can, and he learns uh, that the man and his that the men and his family have the ability to time travel, and of course he goes back to New Year's Eve's party where he botched a kiss.
1: Of course, because what a, you have your whole life mistakes to correct and what would you do you would go fix your embarrassment from that one time you fucked up a kiss that makes lots of sense don't buy stocks in anything don't give your younger self good advice don't avoid maybe that super toxic person no make sure you weren't embarrassed by that kiss that one time Mm
0: -hmm. which thanks because you said that there's a series that got very little notoriety called do over And it's one of the things he does is he gets a chance to do things over and he's back in the 80s and he tries to get his parents to buy stocks and tries to encourage his mother to invent things and tries to change the path that the family is on. And I always thought that that was fresh and original.
1: Yeah. Well, and like, that's what I want. Every time you see a time travel thing, it's always like caught up on that. What the person who got away, right? It's like, let's go back and do that. And even if it's not like, it sounds like maybe he wasn't super successful in his mission, but even if someone went the route of like, please try to do something else. Like even hot tub time machine, it was a side character that was like, nah, I'm going to stay back here and fix some shit the main guy it was like all about his past love and he was gonna fix his it was all wrapped up around that shit no one actually like tried anything of substance and I always found that very disappointing
0: but but with hot tub time machine he was wrapped up all with that one instance but he grew he grew perspective on it when he realized at the end it was never meant to work anyway It wasn't supposed to. And then then he met the other girl who actually, like, if he had looked around, he would have seen someone else. And I I thought that that was like good that they gave him personal growth like that.
1: They did give him a a character arc, which is something to be, yeah, absolutely. And I think it it was even a character arc that kind of made sense where that, you know, pay attention to the moment you're in. Right. You never know what you're missing. Um, but it was still very centered around like your love life. That's the yeah. only important part of your life is your love you, life.
0: You see, I was, uh, you see, I was taking it as, you know, you know, there are other opportunities out there. Don't fix on fixate on um, one. There are uh, lots of fish in the sea. Like, but like
1: that's the still thing. It was still over efficient that this side guy was the only guy that was like, Hey, I'm going to go invest in some shit and buy some yachts. And like, he, weirdly so, enough, he became a responsible dad through the situation. Right? Which very strange <laughs> thing that I had never seen happen before.
0: I did love that movie, though. I don't it was,
1: know. It was so much fun. I think
0: the sequel was all right, but nothing. No, no. The first it, one was great.
1: The first one was great. And they weren't going to be able to, like, get on that level again. But I can see why they tried. Like, I understand why they tried, but that wasn't going to be successful.
2: Exactly. Story. Anyway,
1: so yeah, I, anything, or they're going to go back in time and do something. That's clearly that doesn't necessarily sound like this movie, but I would like to see a movie where, like, like you said, where the guy is like tries to get his mom to invent something and tries to get people to buy stocks. And,
0: and the show didn't things. didn't do well in popularity, and it was on the WB, and it was in two thousand two, two thousand three. Oh
2: wow!
0: It was it was it's older. It's kind of like. The Goldbergs, what the Goldbergs is, but it was done just a hair different because they sent him back to the eighties and it was just too soon. And I was in love with the show and nobody else seemed to be.
1: The time travel trope has a really specific crowd you have to hit. It seems like because like Groundhog Day, super beloved people who love it, love it. It's that's their shit. Same thing with terrible um, that
0: I find it annoying.
1: That's the other thing, though. Like, if you aren't part of that very focused group, I don't get it. I mean, I've seen it; it was fine. But by this point, because maybe it's because of my age, I've seen it done so many times that I was like, "God, y'all just fucking beat this shit to death."
0: Like they did. They took a really good concept, and they've used it every freaking film under the sun.
1: Yeah, you like you can't escape it now. It's everywhere. To the point
0: they parodied it in Supernatural.
1: I know, like that's another thing. It's now like it's a pop culture reference to the point where they recreate, they will make entire episodes based off Groundhog's Day. They even tried to redo it with um, Russian Doll, which was a lot of fun to watch. I won't lie, like it was a good time. I love that character, she's super fun. Um, It was a lot more fun because she died every time as opposed to just like a reset. So you got to see her die in a lot of ways. That's super fun.
0: So it's kind of like Happy Death Day. Did you watch that?
1: Yes, it is kind of like Happy Death Day. It's very See, much on that. The thing
0: that I noticed about Happy Death Day, and I was super surprised, was they gave her character growth. She went from being a shallow bitch that you would definitely stab to being somebody that was a decent human being.
1: Yeah, she kind of like, she character arced a little bit in the end. And uh,
0: she got to experience it over and over and then everything that was actually important, finally shifted. And then she realized the importance of life all because of, and I thought that was super unique for, you know, a B rated horror flick.
1: Yeah. Like to, to gain perspective through continuously experiencing death, dying over and over again in different ways. And she, I think, if I remember correctly, by the end she was going to die no matter what, but she like kind of does it right by the last round, where she's like, "Okay, be shitty."
0: Uh, she doesn't actually die. No. Oh, does
1: she end up living? See, now I she have does. to rewatch it. I've only and seen then, it once.
0: And I would like to point out that the sequel is the sequel. just as good, and it <gasps> That's goes almost
1: a, unheard of.
0: And it goes in a different direction than the first. And it super confused me because it's like, oh my god. Like I had no expectation for the sequel at all. And, well, then it, and then it you need to watch those.
1: I have to I have to revisit Happy Death Day and I have to watch the second one. I didn't even know the second one existed.
0: Yeah, happy death day to you.
1: Well shit. Ah, that's funny.
0: <laughs> it's, that's what it's called.
1: <laughs> so funny in all the worst ways. Um, but
0: yeah, you need to yeah, because not only was I impressed with number 1, but then like number 1 shocked me. And then number 2 was equally on par and I'm like totally different and it makes so mu- it's fun. Like you need to watch them. It's fun 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 fun.
1: Oh, I definitely will because it's like if you can make it fun then that's fine, but it is a yeah, it is a method that has been, like, Groundhog Day happened, and now it's fucking it's everywhere. Chances are any series that has been on TV for a long enough time has done a, like, Groundhog Day-type episode. Yep. It's a thing. Oh.
0: It's a thing. So um, <clears throat> the next movie is another movie I haven't heard of, and it's called Strange Days, and it's from
2: 1995. And it says... <laughs>
1: Excuse or that me. last movie is not for free. Well, it's for free on Netflix and nowhere else. Everywhere else you have to buy a uh, subscription and then buy it. So they're also cheap nice. bastards. Anyway, I'm sorry. So Strange Days,
0: 1995. Here's another one for people looking for a less than magical New Year Eve story. Strange Days takes place not just at the end of the year, it takes place at the end of the millennium and has all the Y2K paranoia that goes with it. Uh- hey, that sounds fun. In it, Ralph Fiennes plays an ex-cop who sells virtually virtual reality experiences made from real recorded memories. When he gets something that might be a snuff film, he starts to investigate if it's real. It's director Catherine Bigelow. And before she won. No, I'm kidding. No, Sorry. Catherine <laughs> Bigelow won for The Hurt Locker as she was the first female director to win Best Picture. Later on.
1: Oh, I didn't, I didn't know. My, well, shit. I should have known that and didn't. That's why
0: you're here. So director, Catherine Bigelow made the movie in the mid nineties, but some of what she predicted about the future is stunningly true today. This might be a worth, this movie might be worth a look.
1: This is so strange. It says I've watched it. I watched really? this movie. Yeah. On my list. Cause it's so the way my Chromebook works because Google is nosy as fuck. It's hooked up to my Amazon and Hulu account and stuff if i've already watched the movie it will check already watched and won't give me like where it's available cuz they're like obviously you found it already um and i guess i already watched this but i don't it doesn't sound familiar i wonder if i fell asleep to it or some shit
0: no but i'm Carry definitely on. writing it down cuz that's yeah. interesting okay the next movie is called an affair to remember from 1957 oh god so this movie is apparently what inspired sleepless in seattle
1: oh well that seems more important than sleepless in seattle then
0: and it's deborah kerr and Cary grant who i like both of them i've never seen this film um this weepy romance starts on a new year's eve new year's rather than ending on it deborah kerr and Cary grant share a kiss on new year's eve but engage other people they fatefully oh no. <laughs> meet at the on top of the entire Empire State Building and six months later.
1: Ooh so, scandalous.
0: And it's that like that's going to be a good movie. It's it just is. An affair to remember. Do I own it? Because I I'm kinda curious.
1: Yeah, that sounds like scandalous and fun and like
0: And it does sound like something 50s. I would pick up if I could. And once again, I pick up movies from Darren, so Uh, and a fair to remember, look at my collection,
1: a fair to remember, Oh, it was either really successful or, um, they're trying to make money back on it on its second go around. Cause I've noticed that will happen in box office where if they didn't make back their money, they will charge. Even if you have subscriptions and this one is one of those it's, you can find it on almost everywhere. But you're paying for it. It's $3.99 on Hulu, $3.99 even with an Amazon Prime subscription, $3.99 on... And I Twitter, don't own it. Three ninety nine on Apple TV. No matter what, you're buying this movie for 4 bucks.
0: Well, wow. I would watch yeah. that, though.
1: I would, though. I would pay $4 to watch this. Sure.
0: Yeah. Just like You've Got Mail comes from a movie called The Shop Around the Corner. And I've seen oh. that once, and that was really good. All right. So next movie, borrowing moving shit. on.
1: Always borrowing shit.
0: Waiting to exhale. Oh,
1: I've Listen, heard of that.
0: I have too. This is not a movie I've watched. It's Whitney Houston, and Angela Bassett, and it starts and ends on New Year's. Then follows ups and down to four friends during the in-between months. Oh, during the
1: in-between in months. What does that mean? Like in between. Christmas it it starts New at New
0: Year's, ends at New Year's, and it's their whole year.
1: Oh, you followed the whole yeah. year.
0: Okay. Let's hope your New York Eve s- starts off less turbulent or your New Year's Eve than Angela Bassett's character who torches her husband's car when she finds oh, out he's it, been bro. cheating on her.
1: Woo! <laughs> just like starting out at 100. Love it. Hey. All right. Hey. I'm this already says on it available
0: on Amazon Prime and HBO Max.
1: Oh, it is one of those. It's in 95 and it's one of those longer movies. It's coming in at 2, two hours and 7 minutes um, Yeah and it's on HBO Max If you're subscribed for free It's also available on Hulu with a subscription And Fubo I don't know what that is
2: So it's oh, very available
1: um, Shit
2: So That's next funny. movie That's And funny. we are still
0: We're on number 24 or 35 But we're working our way down Toward the number 1 film Or what they consider The next one is High School Musical.
1: Oh God, we're all in this together.
0: And it's it's kind of interesting because I remember when High School Musical came out. Of course, I I was an adult. I was not a teenager, and I.
1: It was something that that my mom. Approaching
0: twenties. My mom was mom was the one that got me to watch it, and she was like, "They've done a new musical," and I'm like, "Again, like
1: it's not no."
0: The last musical that they did was Geppetto, or, you know, that Disney had done for television, and I felt that Geppetto kind of failed. Um, well,
1: and I wouldn't... When people say a musical, and I know it's literally called High School Musical, and all can come for me if you want to, but I don't think... It's just so... It's so... Mm.
0: They break out in song. It's, it's like cop rock or... Sure, Greece it's or... like I
1: understand it's it is literally a musical, but when people are like, "Name a musical," High School Musical does not.
0: It's mind. Yeah, no, because <laughs> you go, you go older, you absolutely yeah, do.
1: I'm like Cats or a Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. No, that's not a musical. That's really just West a play. Side Story.
0: West Side Story.
1: Going. Thank you.
0: Seven brides to seven brothers. Yes. Cinderella. Yeah school, yeah. Cinderella
1: is a great Chicago. That's a good time. I don't care who doesn't like it. I love that shit. It, it it's a lot good. of fun. It was
0: good. It was good. So mom was like, Well, Disney's making a new TV musical. It's called high school musical. It's like that's redundant. Yep. I I, 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 <laughs> I went into to really this movie. Drive
1: home your point, guys.
0: Very sarcastic. And then I watched it and it turned out I thought it was enjoyable. Like Disney had done like I said, I didn't care for Geppetto at all. And it was kind of refreshing. And I felt like they're trying to bring the musical back. And I,
1: I, someone put clear effort into high school musical. Well, no, here's the thing. I think the child actors were into what they were doing and it showed, and I say child, these actors were well into their teens. Right. Um, they were they were still into what they were doing and it was very sweet and innocent and it seemed very genuine. And I do remember that part of it where I was like, oh. It was it enough to let me
0: watch number two. And number two made me laugh so hard. Plus they stole <laughs> they stole one of the dance routines from Footloose. that I love number two. I will still pop in number two. Occasionally number just
1: two is is fun mostly because I think you get more of um. That the stupid rule.
0: And her song about importing food from everywhere. its yeah. was like, I would so do that. That it's is very so me. It's so much
1: fun. And yeah, it's, it's fun.
0: And it gave birth to other you other You
1: that's Like, they did
0: Teen Beach. And that was a tribute to all the old Beach Blanket Bingo, uh, the beach movies, with Annette Funicello and Tommy Sands. So, oh, I didn't do that right. It's so Annette Funicello and, um, yeah, Frankie Avalon. Mm-hmm. Tommy Sands's um a movie she did with Babes in Toyland. It just came up recently. Who in was in
1: this movie, who was in that movie, who also performed with
0: The problem is, is I have a lot of names that are just in my head.
1: <laughs> You're the only person who could successfully play the uh the how many movies was what's his face in Dave? Evan Bacon. Evan Bacon. It's, it, it does
0: work. <laughs> it really does.
1: It's a, so, I wish I had enough knowledge to play the game. It looked fun when I saw it in the movie that I couldn't readily name, but you somehow found
0: i made um I made up my own game that everybody could be connected to Disney within seven, I seven. Mean, and that's very true. It's Disney's easier totally now since they, they own everything but
1: Yeah, like they're slowly taking over everything. So really, you just have to name, like, if you can name six things, chances are it comes down to Disney production.
0: Well, I also want to point out that part of the reason I think that is, is because of the world that we're living in. Everybody has become so sticky clean and being careful to offend anybody that Disney has their formula where it's inclusive to everybody and nobody bitches about any one specific thing so literally we can be taken over by a company that thrives on doing nothing but rated G washed away shit with no real you know meaning
1: that's true they're taking a little shit too though but I do think Disney took a pass by immediately just like putting that blurb in the front of their older movies yep They kind of just everyone was kind of like, okay, that's good enough, that's fine.
0: Well, no, no, they started it with like "Gom of the Wind" and other classics. When people were getting ticked, Disney's actually been the one that was removing things and, I mean, they edited, they edited the um, Lilo and Stitch for God's sakes. Why, like, come on? What did they
1: edit in Lilo and Stitch?
0: Uh, Something about a, a scene where she's, um. It, the um her sister's on top of the washer machine when she creeps out when they're playing hide and seek and she grabs her and wraps her up into a blanket. They changed that.
1: Did they make her do something else? With like I saw that they changed that from her hiding in maybe it was a dryer.
0: Yeah, they had her. Well, do, they like have a they,
1: desk they, with they, a pizza they, box over they, it.
0: They they took the sister from. They the sister doesn't grab her anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. That's that's my understanding. I did not watch this myself. I was really pissed to read it though. it's like i'm I'm sick of this world.
1: I will well, I'll have to reevaluate that, though, because a lot of people got a hold of my stupid, liberal Karen self and was like because of people like you, they're taking the the hat out of freaking the aristocrats that is the piano with chopsticks. Yep. It's all your fault. And it took me two seconds to be like, that movie is not only very much there and the scene is very much in there, but all they did was add a blurb that was like, We aim to do better. There is some racially insulting shit in here. We recognize it. We'll cut it out. Our bad. They cut the Siamese cat song. I watched it. It was totally in there. No, he played the chopsticks nonsense. Unless no, 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 no,
0: no, no. In Lady and the Tramp. In the movie, We watched Lady it, the Tramp. and
1: we we did Lady and the Tramp, and it had the cat singing.
0: Did you watch it on Disney Plus?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, so they must have put it back. I saw a version of it without it.
1: I can't believe someone cut it out.
0: Yeah, Maybe because it was racially insensitive.
1: Movie. Maybe they released a secondary where they did cut it out, so that is an option. Oh, that's still possibly. had it when I watched it, and I was like, wow. Aussie. but okay. And they, same thing. They had the blurb where they were like, <laughs> Racially insensitive are bad, um, but also we're going to leave it in there. And the thing that I want to clarify to those people out there: the thing that makes it racially insensitive is having people not of that race doing that. Not particular. If you would have had, if they would have hired someone of Asian descent to do that the scenes, then it people would have been less pissed about it. It's really just about like bringing. Appropriate people in to recreate appropriate things um, but I don't think it should be removed because how are we supposed to say look at the dumbass thing we did in our past if it's not there anymore
0: and, my anyway. and honestly the Siamese cat song is one of my favorite parts those cats super are funny. hysterical well They're and those cats hysterical.
1: were not meant to be good char- this was not meant to be like a nice thing they were awful um, right. And super funny, so yes, they were insensitive creatures. I get it. The you could dig way into it and be like, but they demonized the one person of another race in that movie. Um, you can find lots of movies to be pissed about that. About that, do it way worse than this cartoon. So
0: I know we were having kind of a funny, a f- funny conversation the other day. There's a movie out right now called Being the Ricardos, and it's on I Love Lucy. And um, you know, Lucy was a, was a very powerful woman in Hollywood, and yeah, a lot of people don't realize that that you know, Desi came up with the with the, with the um, the camera system so that it could be you know shot from three different points of view, and you know, it was it was the three camera system, and that he that they had signed a contract to own all rights all rights to it if they supplied the film that they put the episodes on. So Mm -hmm. that's how they retain rights to every, I love Lucy and the reruns was all owned by Desilu. And, you know, eventually, eventually Lucille ball, you know, is the one who's responsible for green lighting shows like star Trek. And, you know, that was all under Desilu. Um, like there's, there's a whole number of classic TV shows that are directly responsible to these two. Well, um, oh, and
1: I think people hone in on like the atrocities that Hollywood committed, and yes, it was it was hard for women to maintain a space in those big, places because of the sexual harassment. But you have to like one of the things we forget to talk about is there was no law. Like, if you want to be mad about the law, then be mad about the law. But women were very much expected to like just deal with it, and so there should be, if anything, more respect to these women who succeeded in spite of, and it's very much treated like they somehow are traitors or something. Well,
0: I feel that this movie is going to actually put people being like, oh, we should actually watch I Love Lucy and actually start watching some of the classic shows. Well, they use blackface routines several times throughout the series.
2: Oh, I mean, really? Fred
0: Fred was a vaudeville, like they, they say he was a vaudeville guy. And yeah, you know, that's something that was done in vaudeville. So there's lots of episodes that like revolve around that kind of stuff. And it's like, yep, the new generation suddenly going to discover. I love Lucy and be all flipping freaked out.
1: (laughs) Well, and they're like, you can be there. I've watched so many things that made me uncomfortable. And I'm still very much appreciate that. I watched because now I have that experience in my roster. I wouldn't say that anyone, if it's going to fucking ruin your day, then fine. Don't watch it. That's fine. It's fine. Um, yeah, you see, and you, that I
0: think is what makes me unique is I don't get uncomfortable watching TV shows at all like nothing, like it, like I think I'm so, um, uh, what, what's that word when you're exposed to it over and over and over? Desensitized? I guess, I'm desensitized, like, nothing really bothers me, it doesn't offend me. I was raised to make sure that, like. I was literally raised, and to quote an old saying that's ridiculous: "is sticks and stones can break your bones, but names will never hurt you." To literally to block out what everybody else said about me, whether I agreed or disagreed, and like I can take a joke. Like you, you, I, I do jokes about myself. like I like I have that in me, so that I'm not offended by people what they say. It really isn't. It's like if it's not affecting me, I can easily turn away. You know what I mean? It doesn't, I, you know, I can walk away and not being like, oh, that hurt my feelings or, oh, how does this affect me? I just realized that I'm not the bigger pitch. You know, it's not about me.
1: Well, and I think like having people like that in our world is important because again, we need to be able, how can you know that something, you know, look at this fucked up thing we did once. If that fucked up thing gets... Deleted because everyone's uncomfortable looking at it. We have no way to teach it. So we need that. If you are not one of those people, I'm not one of those people. I'm a very sensitive person yeah. for my own rights and reasons. But we all kind of have to recognize that it's again, like narcissistic point of view. It's not all about you. And just because you can't deal doesn't right. necessarily mean it shouldn't exist. <laughs> Right, I can't deal with a lot. I care and all over shit constantly, regularly.
0: But I mean, I like, I do feel like that's a fair assumption. is like that everybody is now made to feel that how it affects them actually of uh, should affect exactly how they are so if the person's least upset about anything they need to change it because this person is upset and if that person is now upset they need to change it again because now that person's upset and it's like it's not about making people not upset people should be able to deal with their own inner emotions it's about once again a piece of it's it's a piece of history in our time whether we like it or hate it it's it's there and if you don't want to watch it turn away go do something different
1: you then, have then, that then ability size. you right. As an American, to not watch it and then right. say it's my right as an American to not watch that shit. I don't want to, that's fine. I so mean, it-
0: I, I don't disagree that there should be more inclusion of all races in films, but it, at the end of the day, it should be the director's vision. It's like, if your vision calls for, you know, Chinese people to play like I look at Hamilton where you know they had a whole black cast playing white people and it worked well
1: but it was fine you could have entered it was the
0: director's vision like it's it it needs to be that it's not your movie I love reading these articles where it's like oh oh my god this person didn't like like they were mad that somebody was getting cast oh it was in Wicked The new movie that's coming out. They were mad that some guy was cast. I don't even know who the guy is, but they're like, oh, petitions are demanding. Why do we think that we have the ability to demand anything? It's not our film. We don't put money into it. You don't like the person. Don't go see it.
1: Well, It confuses me. (laughs) I do believe to a point there is a, if you're going to have Asian, black, whatever culture, gay representation in your film, why not go out and find someone those people that is? Who, yeah, and give them jobs. Those people want work too. Absolutely. It, to, to look at people who didn't do that and say, well, I demand you do it this way. It, it, if you have such a problem with it, then choke them out. Don't consume that. Right. That's the biggest voice you can have is not consuming that. Um, to make someone actively change it is how we're ending up with all these fucking rewrites of shit we've all already seen right now. It's, it's all awful. being redone. It's different. You know, what it's the new ex- King.
2: Ugh.
1: It's the exact same story. We're just adding different actors to like make it e- more digestible for people, I guess. And you right. just—you could have done better. You could have just made a new movie, right? Done well. And so hide I, like, those people. Like <laughs> would I have definitely
0: have a lot of gripes about, about people and their sense of, of ownership for things they don't own for things that aren't theirs.
1: We live in a, a really narcissistic fueled, like not everyone's calling each other narcissists right now. And that's not necessarily true, but the, it is a very narcissistic fueled society where we feel entitled to everybody else's shit. Let me right. tell you how you should do your art. Let me tell you how you should be talking. There's a lot of that.
0: Yeah, and that's not okay.
1: No, it's actually, it's a entire swing in the other direction of extreme, and it's equally as damaging. Yes. Yeah, Can there needs to
0: be middle ground.
1: For sure. Well, that was a tangent. Welcome to our political corner.
0: Uh, oh, was it political? I mean, I guess. I
1: don't know. I guess you could call it political. It was very opinion driven. It was very
2: opinionated.
0: yeah, especially like <laughs> movies. So the next movie on our list <laughs> is Cuties. *Forrest Gump*. Let's
1: talk. I'm just kidding. Let's not.
0: *Forrest Gump* oh. is a movie that I didn't appreciate oh. when it first came out. I don't. I, know, I need to was... rewatch
1: it. I maybe revisit it and reconsider it. I think it's. I think it is very very much like *It's a Wonderful Life*. It is, a, a point that drives home how big impacts from one person in little ways. This person was kind of, I mean, Forrest Gump very much pushes the idea that Forrest Gump is secretly behind all our political movements, which is kind of funny. But I think it's really more the effect of like this very kind of basic character having huge influence on people's lives simply by just being them and just doing oh. going through life being them.
0: This is one of the shows. One of the shows. One of the. Why it's New Year's thing. Um, there's one scene that takes place on New Year's. Interesting.
1: Good God! Um,
0: Yeah. Um, (laughs) it was one of those movies where I grew up watching a TV show called uh, Life Goes On. Um, you know, one of my neighbors actually watched on Sunday nights, and and they, you know, Corky was somebody who was the real-life actor, had Down syndrome.
2: Oh. And
0: once again, go back to that. If the actors are available to put them in your movie, I I felt Tom Hanks doing his impression, and honestly, I felt the same way in Rain Man, that they needed to actually have people with Down syndrome if they're going to do it. It felt very (laughs) mocking to me the entire way I watched it. And I know that my opinion is not the popular one for either of those films. I no, but there's I, the
1: like, if you're going to, that's part of actually, we didn't even get to, I, I have this conversation with people a lot where it's like, if you're going to have the conversation, you have to hold, have the whole conversation about maybe things that are beloved. You didn't look at as particularly uncomfortable. Right. Because it didn't that's affect true. you personally. And um,
0: I think that they honestly did it because they wanted an award and they cast somebody who was a guaranteed sure bet.
1: <laughs> mm, yeah, it was in both
0: like cases. In Both cases, award. they both won Academy Awards, and they're like, and "Oh, they, they acted so brilliantly."
1: Yeah, like yeah, people but were huge hmm. about it. Go ahead, sorry.
0: And I think it was my age, and, and once again, coming off "Life Goes On," where Corky did amazing. Like he did really well, and I just feel like. And, like, they they needed to put a real person that really experienced it in the role. And I just felt it very condescending.
1: Well, and there's even... I know a lot of arguments that are made is for for those specific roles, sometimes actors are hard to find because they can be hard to work with because of hypersensitivity. But here's the thing. Like, you can still have... Even if you can't find a quote-unquote actor, you could have found someone who is on the spectrum and done better at representing that. Um, Right. You could have asked. You could have done research. You could have. That's. I've met. There are lots of people with autism who don't fucking talk. Like you wouldn't be able to tell. Exactly. And uh, and it's very the way it's represented in Forrest Gump is very almost like we're going with almost borderline retardation right without really giving him an identifiable anything he just i don't know stunted i guess yeah i can see where you're coming from with that don't think it should be eliminated i think it's a oh, pinnacle I, movie. I i know i don't like the
0: movie i swapped it for a copy of fried green tomatoes oh, there but, you go. but it was like i knew enough not to complain it wasn't my movie wasn't my choice
1: it just like this shit just isn't for me it leaves me annoyed and icky so I'm not nope hard pass
0: And you know I watched I bought it because of the hype and it was the first movie I ever bought because of the hype
1: you know I think if someone were to re-release for a scump now (laughs) people would be appalled and angry for that reason exactly Oh god, yeah, the way the world Things is. Things like the peanut butter falcon being out now and us knowing like what can be done if people just fucking make an effort to do it. i have, I think you I don't think Forrest Gump would be received the same way if it had been done right. today through 2020 Vision.
0: So the next movie on our list is Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> which na, 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 I happen to na, 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 love na, na. number two. I am one of the unpopular people that I love number two more than I love number one.
1: Really? I,
0: oh. I thought the idea of a haunted painting was more grounded than random hauntings. I love the... Very Dorian Gray the,
1: kind of idea.
0: I liked the very maliciousness, dark feeling, the river of slime. The, like, I loved it. It felt like a fairy tale of sorts that was mixed into this, and I... Thrived toward it. So, unpopular opinion, I love number two more than one.
1: Oh, well, that makes me want to go watch number two again. I think I, so Ghostbusters, I think just wasn't for me. Fair. It's just one of those things that wasn't, it's, it was kind of funny. But like, my brother loved that shit. He thought it was a great the, a comic pinnacle in movie.
0: I mean, they have this, you know, demon from another world that's building, blah, 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 where number two was just a painting. Like, number two, uh, I don't even know if I should say this, felt like it could happen more than number
1: one. Well, that was, I think I tapped out at the, like, the Michelin Man walking around, and I was like, Marshmallow? giant Marshmallow Man. We're not. I feel like. I feel like the human response would, would have been different to that situation.
0: And I find as a kid, I was less attracted to the demon aspect than I was the painting aspect. That's fair. Yeah, That's yeah,
1: number
0: two. yeah I do love number two. And they have the Titanic in it.
1: Do they, do they reference the, the, the Titanic?
0: The, the The boat shows up in port, and he's like, the Titanic just came in, and he turns into him, he's like, better late than never!
2: Okay, <laughs> <All right>, well Holy <laughs> oh, shit.
0: Yes, the Titanic is referenced in it. Well, oh, and, and that, that one's was...
1: pretty readily available. You can get that one almost anywhere. Um if you have a subscription, particularly Amazon Prime.
0: Well, you know, all those people that, you know, love number one more, you know I don't know if I saw two first or one because I saw it at grandma, so there's a chance I saw number two before I saw number one. The... Um
2: not one hundred percent sure. All I know is Ghostbusters 2 definitely had my heart.
1: Well, I didn't... Yep, wasn't aware of the ghost, but her, maybe just didn't pay close attention, but I know it is beloved, and I understand that it's beloved. Um, Bill well, Apparently, also-
0: all the citizens come together and say, all blank sign to get rid of the bad vibes for good. See, it doesn't click with me that that was was what was happening Uh, that was what was happening i still love that movie
1: sometimes you just love shit because it's fun to watch man some shit's just fun to watch
0: all right so the next
1: the next movie
0: is something i would never watch and it's called sex in the city apparently (laughs) it's a movie well you know why is that
1: on here
0: um you go back. Do you the know they where... just
1: released a goddamn another one?
0: Yeah, I heard. Why? And I just, apparently, somebody named Carrie Miranda intend to spend New Year's together. Is the plot of the movie? You're
1: gonna piss so many people off. Someone named.
0: I'm just not a Sex in the they're City the, person.
1: They're the two main bitches, man.
0: I mean, I like Kim Cattrall. Kim Cattrall was a mannequin, so I always had a soft spot for her. <laughs> and of course, I'm also one of the people that. I can't stand sarah Jessica uh, uh no? no it's not, it's not, not? No, it's and... not Sarah. it's <gasps> not Sarah Jessica Parker no i she she um i i just compared her to the oh uh, the girl from friends with the ugly nose
1: not um, Kristen Davis no no oh, okay. everybody
0: thinks she's beautiful and I can't stand her. Friends then actress I have to
1: look,
0: a She's got a head. big nose She was just on the <laughs> Facts of Life reunion Can't stand her nose <gasps> Can't uh, stand her no, nose
2: No no
0: um, I, 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 I like um, I like Sarah Jessica Parker well enough She was in um, Girls Just Want to Have Fun And I like that movie
1: Just want to have
0: fun uh, um, Yeah but, but Sex in the City did not Of course, I think it's directed for females, so. Is it, okay, wait. Is it Jennifer Aniston? Her. Okay. God, I can't stand her. Really? Everybody loves her. I think she's ugly. Like, it's just, it's just a visual thing to me. Her nose. I enjoying her
1: her in the breakup with, uh, what's his face?
0: I don't know if I've seen that.
1: It's, it's pretty fun. Um And they don't end up to get, like, the thing I appreciate about it is it's one of those movies that is troped as a, like, romantic comedy, but they don't end up together at the end. And I had a lot of respect for that. I was like, oh, damn. Look there at you. Was.
0: My best friend's wedding does that.
1: Oh, does it? I've never she, seen that. She,
2: she never ends up with a guy.
1: Oh. Good for them. It's not very common and I'm not a huge, like I understand that's the whole point of romance movies is that they always end up together.
0: No, continue. Um,
1: sorry. Every now and then it's like with the direction they go with it, I feel like the healthy thing would be to teach people that sometimes it's okay to not end up together. And so often at the end, they're like, Oh, but then it all worked out and they love each other anyway. Or, uh, what was it The I watched the proposal and at the end of it, he says, I want to divorce you so I can date you. And they spend the whole movie fucking hating each other. And then at the end, they're like, oh, we have nothing in common and no common things or goals or anything. But let's date. And it's like, they, you'll just end it up together because that's the rules, I think. So I get really excited when they don't. Sorry.
0: Oh, that's fine. Jennifer Aniston, though, do you really think her nose looks normal?
1: I, you know what? I don't know why you hate her. No- you know, she has a weird, is it because it comes out at a weird angle that you don't like? She's got the weird know. button it thing? Looks,
0: It's very distracting. It, it's like she's, I keep thinking she had surgery on it or like she got just deformed in a, in an accident. It doesn't look right to me.
1: Is it because it's a Jewish nose? I'm just kidding. Don't come for me. Canceled. I'm canceled. All right. Bye everyone. Good night. I don't know. It just means a big nose. I think
0: it's more pronounced now that she's older than it was in the younger pictures. And it's very noticeable when she's acting more than the photographs that I've just pulled up.
1: I mean, like, now that I'm looking at pictures of her, and now that you say it, I'm like, it does kind of look like it was just glued onto her face, which is very strange.
0: It's very big, and it
1: it, it looks like, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't really look like it's, huh.
0: Um, it, could be the I makeup, like it could be the makeup that they put on her that Sometimes makes it pronounced. Sometimes you just
1: get shit lighting and people who don't understand contouring could, and that can do some fucked up shit to a nose.
2: Especially like, if you have kind of a big one. Huh.
1: No, I don't like I don't mind her as an actress, but I think I I think I enjoyed her most in the breakup, which is mostly where she just plays like a super angry woman. And I think that might be just because that's how she comes off to me. It's kind of like. Like, I don't I've never met celebrities, but Madonna comes off as a very mean person to me. I imagine she's not very she's got a lot of mean girl inside her.
0: I just sent something to the general chat. Go take a peek at her her nose in the scene. (laughs) And then when you actually watch her act and she acts and and, and as she moves, it looks so out of place. Your eyes just go to it.
1: You sent it to the general chat. Where is it?
0: Yeah. Is it not there?
1: I see the, the murder in your Hampshire. There it is. Oh, Oh. why is she dressed like that?
0: Because she did. She did a fax of life. They did a Facts of Life live and she played, um, um, Blair.
1: She looks like her head does not belong on that body. That's not, that's, she doesn't look good there. That's weird.
0: But you can really see the pronounced nose. Something about yeah. the nose, Something to do with the nose. I don't know why.
1: I think it's that it comes out. So she's really got that swoop in the middle. Like the bridge is in deep, but the point comes out very far.
0: I can't believe we're now talking about Jennifer. I don't know how so. this has happened. So, okay, so back to on track.
1: Anywho,
0: Ocean's 11
1: is the next one. Now, not... You're going to have to go to color and be like, you have to cut out so much of this shit. Nah, leave it. <laughs> it's fine. No cuts. Actually,
0: I think people will enjoy listening to it. They probably will.
1: Ocean's, so. Ocean's
2: really 11,
0: 1960. Not the new one. And not the one I with popped George. popped on my list, too. Yeah.
2: Well, a lot of people, about.
0: a lot of people don't realize that there was an original Ocean's Eleven. A lot of people don't realize there was an original Fast and the Furious.
1: What? I didn't know the oh. Fast and the Furious one. I knew the Ocean's Eleven one because my mom secretly wants to be a um, top-notch criminal, like she would like to be oh. on Ocean's Eleven team. Yeah, that like that was her secret dream as a child was to be a bank robber. Um, but she became a really successful bartender instead, which is close, I would argue. So, the original movie, he, they, a, a group of
0: World War II compatriots pull the ultimate Las Vegas heist together. And it's Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr., Angie Dickinson, Peter Lawford. Like, you have a lot of big names from the 60s in this. Um,. Uh, apparently, the the original heist is planned for New Year's Eve. Um, oh,
1: suit, so, yep.
0: yep, Okay. So definitely worth watching, and you should probably look up the original Fast and the Furious.
1: So that Ocean's Eleven, that specific nineteen sixties version, is available on Hulu, sling, YouTube for two ninety nine, but you can find it for free if you have a YouTube subscription. So. Um, original Fast and the Furious has me feeling lots of ways. 1954. I did 54? Wow.
2: Drop too fast. Anyway. Oh
1: my God. And it's called Fast and the Furious. Furious. Yeah.
0: So moving on from Ocean's Eleven. Next is a movie I haven't heard of. It's called Highball from 1997. They see a group of friends who meet at three different parties a Halloween party, a birthday party, and a New Year's Eve get together.
2: Um, it stars Justin Bateman, Peter Bognovic, Ray Don
0: Chong, Chris Eigman, Annabelle Scora, Ali Sheedy, Eric Stoltz.
1: Well, so I tried to the- Google the movie, and my alcoholic past came and bit me in the ass because Google just sent me back a whiskey highball recipe.
0: That's amazing. And probably like a <laughs> oh, highball.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, do you know anything about this movie either? Or am I going to no. kind of skim over it? it? Well, I I was looking for it because sometimes I don't, I can't tell until I've like seen an image from it.
0: It says it feels like a three-act play, and you see... Dialogue from what happened in their personal lives between the gatherings.
1: Oh, okay. No, yeah. I haven't seen that. I don't recognize any. So we're of this. gonna
0: swoop over it just for time. Yeah. We've, we've been talking a while. The next one is Money Train. Um never heard of this one either. It's got Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson. And hey, they are Woody Harrelson's trans- fun. They are he is they are transit workers who plan a New Year's Eve heist draw the train that carries the profits from the New York City subway system. What could go wrong? And oh. did we mention they're in love with the same woman? Oh, that's so awful. Oh. Sounds oh. Bad.
1: And it's on Tubi for free if that says anything to is. y'all. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> All right. Now we are going into the next Ooh, it's film. Got a 22%. Yikes. Which is Extra. Rent from 2005.
1: <gasps> Five hundred twenty-five
0: thousand six hundred minutes.
1: Sorry, I oh, don't know. You're fine. <laughs> um, I got
0: really excited. Okay, uh, look rent. So I have opposite feelings of rent. I mean, I um, it's not oh, my favorite. Okay.
1: Well, I just
0: feel like it's a bunch of people that are all at the very end of the day, com- deliberately not paying their rent because they think it's okay. <laughs> They're going to stick it to the man and they're not yet and you you have no real it's great that they're artists that they want to do their art, but when you get your big boy pants on, at the end of the day, you need to have money and you can't just freeload off a building because somebody's there.
1: Because your friend owned it and is and is selling out to corporate. Right can't afford it anymore. The thing, so the reason I connected with rent is because there is a lot of there's also like the AIDS. I like the story. I do. I I do like drug addiction involved, which I of course connect to very much. So I like I was like, that's so beautiful. But yeah, no, pay your rent. Don't be a dick.
0: Like like so so like like you know, in, in a reality take, you would be very hard up to suddenly start GoFundMe accounts for any of these people. To be like, Oh my god, they're so tortured when they've deliberately have done this to themselves.
1: Well, and there was, like, in the 80s, there was this place in New York that kind of had it. They staged a coup against corporate, and people did stop, like, unanimously right. stopped paying their rent. It was a thing that happened. It did not work like this, though, And they all – like, no one got their way in the end. It was all very sad, and lots of people became homeless.
0: So if you take that part out, which is viewing it from entirely one spectrum, and then you put back on the spectrum of, you know, like – an artist and you know, like there are going to be so many things that resonate with a lot of different types of people that I think that's why the movie is as popular as it is, but there's
1: probably a character you can connect to. Yeah. But it is
0: very downplayed on the whole reason is self-inflicted more than it. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no, it's very like, they all also refuse to get actual jobs.
0: Right. Like it is and a now, very
1: across the board thing.
0: No, all that being said, I do own it. I mean, I, I will occasionally, of course learn, I do. I, I occasionally revisit it. The music is wonderful.
1: The Songs um, written are written well. And they're for the most part. I, I hope nice I
0: didn't song. ruin your movie for you.
1: No, <laughs> I love like I still love when. um When Angel sings her first song about dropping the dog out the window. It's fucking hilarious. Yep. It's hilarious. How could you not love that? Exactly. And so there's pieces of it that even if you don't like the movie, there's probably a part where you were like, ha, it's pretty funny.
0: This isn't one so, of the movies that I'll be like, oh my God, this is so amazing. You have to watch. It's going to change your life. This is more of a movie that'd be like, oh, you haven't seen that yet. Well, it's a pretty decent musical. If you go in for the music and, you know, don't think of it too seriously.
1: <laughs> like don't work real hard at it. Yeah. I can I can understand that for sure.
0: So, you know, that was just always my my negative opinion. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pessimist. I'm
1: pessimist.
0: I'm a half empty glass person. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it has a hole in it on the yeah. bottom.
0: <laughs> yeah um either way you should at least see it once go go rent it go see it
1: go rent rent everyone should have it in their back pocket just as a because chances are you're also going to see it pop up in pop culture somewhere and you should at least like have that
0: or you know really stick it to them don't rent it because that's giving money to them you should just go and bootleg (laughs) it so that they don't get a dime
1: just because money is irrelevant you guys said so in the play (laughs) Right. <laughs> so this is my way of confirming that. I, I, You're I a have... petty bitch. Petty <laughs> petty bitch.
2: <laughs> I'm a
0: realist.
1: <laughs> you,
0: you see you've my Facebook page. It says I'm a realist under you religion. You
1: your beliefs, then I will make sure you follow them
0: by not paying for your art, <laughs> which is kind of fair. <laughs>
1: Which is somehow still justified. It? <laughs> it really is. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm just following your playbook, motherfucker. What?
0: The next movie okay. I need to look up because I'm fascinated with it.
1: Okay, what do we? It's got? called
0: New New Year's Evil.
1: Mm, oh, we got a horror movie from 1980. Oh, you're, it's an 80s. It's if you're the, the type to fun. say
0: that horror movies are for every holiday and not just Halloween, this could be the one for you. In it, a serial killer calls into a televised New york East punk rock show threatening (gasps) to kill someone at midnight in each time zone in the United States.
1: Oh, oh, this sounds like my shit. This is my shit.
0: You tell me that doesn't sound good.
1: I'm going to watch the shit out of this. If you can
0: find it. I'm looking at it now.
1: Um, What do we have? Uh, Paramount Spring. I've got Amazon Prime. Oh, it's on
0: Prime. Yep. Oh, that's amazing.
1: And then, what is Philo? I don't know. Where I've are all it. these streaming services coming from? There's 500,000 of them. Oh,
0: we're good. It's a available on DVD.
1: It is? Oh, in so in
0: Blu-ray form. <laughs> in Blu-ray. Right. I can't
1: believe Blu-rays are even still in circulation. That shit is hilarious. It's 25 but, bucks. Dude, the age of special features. Can we please have that back? I... And Love hidden Easter watches. eggs. Yeah, okay. I want it back, guys. And the Can decent
0: cases, and where actually they put a lot of work into their releases.
1: Yeah, and it like it was well thought out, and you got if you really wanted to get into it, you could get like extra side stories from character. Man,
0: what, what Earth is this nightmare?
1: Lisa um, Mortez,
2: who's that? Okay, so
0: I was on Amazon. Hang on, I'm going to show you. Oh dear, I just, I was on Amazon looking at that disc. Okay. okay. And then I saw other customers have bought this. I'm like, that looks cool, cute. What is it? And I click into it
2: and it's not okay. Oh no. What did you end up with? Did you see it? Oh, I left you a link in the general.
1: Okay, I'll go look.
2: Always being compared to Krampus. Oh, and there's a sequel. What is... Hold on. What? Right?
1: But is this... Um, dumpster fire of an I don't know, but
0: I need it. Is it animated? Like, I'm, I'm still trying to make sure that it's not just a fake
2: cover. You know, and there's really people... He's icing and slicing. Title
1: will be released. Ah. It's not released yet? Oh, which one? The Jack Frost Special Edition title will be released.
0: Oh, it's not out.
1: On December 28th, 2021. Pre order now. Oh, it is. It's a pre order price. What the hell? Rated R. What is happening? Who let this happen?
0: I don't know. But I'm fascinated.
1: Um, it doesn't even it doesn't give me anything to go off of either. Oh, an anamorphic.
2: An, yeah. Anam, uh, I I think it might be a cartoon. I don't know. But
0: now let me go okay, back to our look. Well, so we're looking at an animated version of Jack Frost, which is not the Jack Frost you know or remember. It's not. The tagline is. Dad. The tagline says he's chillin' and killing. it has got an <laughs> yeah, animated snowman holding a bloody knife on the cover.
1: Holding a little kitchen butcher knife.
0: And there's apparently a sequel. And yeah. it's called Jack Frost 2.
1: Which is weird, because this is not... They guys, both... this is a pre-order. And there's yeah, already two gone. of them.
0: So it must be the other one went out of print and it's being re-released.
2: I'm frequently, betting.
1: Frequently bought together. With Krampus.
2: And Krampus. Uh,
1: and I mean, wow. I did, I did watch Krampus, and it was pretty hilarious. It was as hilarious as
2: I like. I it. Remember, it was
0: fun. Okay, so moving on. Now that we've done this, and yeah, that I, was a crazy
1: segue, and not at I all try, what we were looking at. Kind of want to own
0: those. Um, the next movie is Four Rooms, which, of course, I have seen this. Um, this one takes place on a hotel New Year's Eve, and each room the bellhop goes into is its own home to its own mini movie, written by different <laughs> movie directors. So there's one by Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez, oh boy. and yeah, um,
1: Quentin Tarantino's. So there's feet in there for sure because it's well known that yeah he's always. got a thing with feet always. Don't know why.
0: So Allison and Anders, Alexandra Rockwell, Robert Rodriguez, and Quentin Tarantino all have four mini-movies, four rooms, and it was a fun movie. I have seen it. I've not hmm. seen it in a long time. I probably saw this in 1999. I don't own it. <laughs> Something Joe has.
1: <laughs> so it wasn't worth like going out and putting in your collection, but you have seen it.
0: No. I, it's one of those that I would have picked up if I'd seen it in the store. But it, it would take something like this to jog my memory that it exists. Because I see That's a true. lot of them. Yeah. Like I, like I still don't own copies of uh, I can't even believe I'm going to say this House Sitter or the remake to The Out-of-Towners. Both with Steve Barton. Both movies I loved. Both movies I have on VHS. I never upgraded them to DVD and didn't remember I didn't. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those things. I went to look for it and I'm like Oh.
1: Oh, <laughs> never got back to that shit. The,
0: the problem is, is like I'm such a visual person. I remember the artwork. So the second oh. I have the artwork class, I'll be going through titles and I'll have the flash of the artwork. It's like, no, I own it. No, I own it. Well, I'm getting the v- the VHS artwork, not the DVD. So there's that.
1: I mean, that's and if again, if you're very of that time, a lot of the newer when they re released the movie, I Julian pointed me. Pointed this out to me on Netflix because he's a Gen Xer, and um, which is before millennials. For y'all out there who don't know which generation is where, they're after the Boomers, before the Millennials. Um, he said the same thing where he was like, "Oh, I I've, I've watched this movie before. It's just that the title picture was different. It used to have like art on it or a drawing or a different image or the right. font was hand written, so it." just the visual imprint was very different and then they went and changed it all which happens which happens yeah Yeah. yeah. (laughs) more than I'd like to admit time so the next movie
0: the next movie is a movie I didn't really care for Um, other people might it's called Are We There Yet
1: oh that was alright it was kind of funny
0: it was was Ice Cube and Neil Long and he Nick meets the woman of his dreams, went in order to depress her, he has to help transport her kids on New Year's Eve. He hates children, and the kids are determined to keep their single mom from dating anyone but their dad. So it's just a two mixture.
1: I'm I'm gonna redo the synopsis irresponsible mom lets man who she doesn't know very well, take care of her children for extended period of time. And then is angry when strange man who has temper issues does not succeed in random babysitting trope.
0: I do know that the sequel to it is uh, Mr. Blanding's Builds his dream house was getting a remake. They scrapped the title and they made it the sequel to this instead.
1: Is, and the- is that how that, was that was happened? New- yeah. That's funny, because the sequel was weird. It was was, weird.
0: It was supposed to be Mr. Blanding's Build His Dream House, and they got to the point, and they're like, I don't know what happened if they lost rights, or if they you know, were like, oh, we're going to... But they had part of the movie made, or or, I don't know if they had it made, or they had the script all written, and they're like, you know something? We're going to do a sequel to this. Let's green light it. Give them that script and call it a day.
1: It's fucking crazy. It's kind
0: of like for people that... If you've ever seen the movie Chappie, it was supposed. It started off, the initial idea is a remake to Short Circuit, and after many edits and stuff later, all you came out with was Chappie, and it was a piece of crap.
1: It, so, ju- <laughs> it just became a regurgitated...
0: Awful movie. They had
1: already put all this money into it, so they couldn't not release it.
0: Yeah, they wanted to salvage it to what they could.
1: Hmm. Yikes, that's always Don't don't go to theaters for those movies Never, never, never Just, Just wait. like for other
0: people too There's a movie that came direct to video Called Cruel Intentions 2 It was really in, There was a series that was going to be aired on Fox Called Manchester Prep Which is based on Cruel Intentions They couldn't sell it as a pilot They had already filmed four episodes They spliced it together And released it as Cruel Intentions 2
1: Yikes yeah. <laughs> oh
0: no. The only problem with that is it makes Cruel Intentions three deliberate.
1: Oh, that's worse. Very. That's, mm, mm-mm. that's mm. like I didn't. Okay, it's I. Cruel Intentions. It was a one-time watch, and again, I was too young to understand it.
0: Oh, I love that movie. Um, it's one of my favorites.
1: As a as a very young teenager, I I didn't understand right. really what was happening or why
0: and i was an adult so it made difference yeah i, I saw through a different set of eyes
1: um so that like that's one of those movies where i'm like i don't suggest you show that to your please stop no. showing that to your adolescent
0: you should not teenage girls ever.
1: it's wildly no. damaging um uh, but as an adult i would really like i'm have been meaning to get back to that because oh, i love hear that it's movie. fucking psychological bonkers and a blast to go through well
0: have you ever read Dangerous Liaisons? No. Okay, so it's based on Dangerous Liaisons. Dangerous Liaisons has uh, has a movie out with Glenn Close and Michael Caine, I think. It's from the 80s. And then they made another uh, adaptation called Valmont. And Valmont oh. starred for Balk in the early 90s. And then they came out with Cruel Intentions, all on the same book. It's the same family, just different centuries. So it's very weird to see the storyline done in, like, the 1700s, and then the story done in the 1800s, then the story done in modern day. It's super weird, and it's just the same story being used.
1: Huh. Just with, (laughs) like, updated generation. Interesting.
2: Yeah.
0: But um, "Dangerously Liaisons originally won Academy Awards, so...
1: Like, oh, and it's very findable. You could watch it on YouTube if you wanted to.
0: Cool. "Dangerously Liaisons? Yeah, probably. Yeah. It's got, is, it, is it... It's Glenn Close and... I know it's Glenn Close. Who else is in it?
1: Oh, wait. Did I? I got a different movie. Hold on. Hold on Danger- now. Oh,
0: got you. It's Glenn I Close guess. and John Malkovich and Michelle Pfeiffer.
1: Yeah, that's not the movie I got. Uh, How did this happen? Okay. (laughs) No one come for me. I did not mean for this to happen. Dangerous Liaisons, 2002 is an all Asian cast.
0: Weird. Interesting. It is
1: also based it is loosely based on the 1782 novel with the same title. Interesting. So the Weird. Dangerous Asians I'm
2: talking about came out in 88.
1: This one came out in 2012. Oh, okay. Let's see if that changes. what, Because I just want to see what you're talking about so I know. Okay, here we go. I'm with Herman?
0: Yeah, yes.
1: Michelle Pfeiffer. Okay.
0: And John Malkovich, yep. Yeah.
1: Okay. This makes more sense. I was like, Peter this doesn't, Capaldi's I'm not looking it. at.
0: I didn't realize Peter Peter Capaldi was in it. From Doctor Who. Oh, and, and Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Reeves.
1: Holy shit. Uh, Look at you, Keanu. All right, well, now I got to go watch it.
2: And then Valmont has Farooza Balk.
1: It's kind of a kick and cast. Holy shit. And these are all, this is the group that's all kind of um, associated with Cruel Intentions. Yes. Cool.
0: Valmont
2: came Ooh. out in 1989. Wow. Literally oh. a year later. So this was like a trope.
1: I want to see what Belmont looks like. Interesting. I would actually... These look... This looks like a group of movies that I would actively work through just to... Oh, I own all
0: three. Definitely, yes. Worth it. did.
2: It. This looks fun. But Cruel Intentions
0: is my favorite. Of course, I saw that first. Well,
1: I'm talking and, about it that is, and it is...
0: And it is... It's modern... Or the other two are not. The other two are period pieces.
1: Yeah, Valmont looks very period. It's uh, France before 1789.
2: Is that it? Yeah.
1: Yep. When a widow hears that her lover is to marry her cousin's daughter. Oh, boy. Lots of lots of inter-family drama. Oh, that sounds pretty she standard, said that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Cruel Intentions was very interfamily drama and borderline incest, but not quite. I understand it wasn't quite.
0: I mean, they weren't blood.
1: Yeah. I mean, they weren't in Clueless either, but they spend the whole movie making you psychologically okay with the fact that they're going to fuck in the end, but whatever. Uh. Personal opinion, sorry.
2: It's Clueless, the series.
1: <laughs> oh, no!
0: So now oh, we're down okay. to our final movie on the list.
1: We've made and it. it,
0: and it's called New Year's Eve, and it's from 2011. <laughs> the
1: only one. It's the only one.
0: And if I remember, I hated this movie. Great cast, poorly executed. Oh no. Yeah, they're all mini stories, and they're all suppo- And it's just a, it's just a mess. Like I went and saw this in theaters, and it's just a mess. I will never, ever watch it again.
1: They must but, not be proud of it because no one is showing me the movie.
0: It's got Sofia Vieira, Hilary Swank, Jill Schweiger, Michelle Pfeiffer, Sarah Jessica Parker, Leah Michelle, Seth Meyers, Ashton wow. Kucher, Katherine Heigl, Hector Elizondo, Zac Efron, Josh Jumel, Robert De Niro,
1: Ludacris, call New Year's Eve.
0: Abigail Breslin, Ludacris? John Bon Jovi, Sean bon Jovi, yeah. Jessica Biel and Halle Berry.
1: Well, they're not proud of it cuz I can't find it.
0: Yeah, it's called New Year's Eve 2011. Let's Google that. New Year's having
1: so much trouble. Eve
0: oh. 2011. I'm going to put movie. Just cuz oh, there it is. So type cool. in New Year's okay. Eve 2011 and add the word movie.
1: That was my issue. Yeah. They were just like they just started giving me like pictures of um You can see that current picture
0: of Zach Efron on there? Oh my Dude, god.
1: Zach What the honey. hell? Are you okay? Do you want to talk no, about it?
0: He's not. That's
1: he's headed towards some Aaron Carter vibes.
0: Are you kidding? He's starting to look like Colonel Sanders.
1: <laughs> Mustache is a lot, Zach. Bring it down a bit.
0: Or make Huzzy. it white. Wow.
1: Or just go the whole mile and make it white. Yeah. Either commit or pull back. But
0: I'm sure this has terrible reviews. It must.
1: Oh, I am. I'm. We're gonna go straight to uh, Rotten Tomatoes and see what they have to say. About, oh, like, absolutely. Usually pretty, usually pretty fun. Okay.
2: Rating one out of five. Wow.
1: Yeah, Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes gave me a whopping 7%. Yikes.
0: Ah, (laughs) I'm not the only one that thought it was terrible.
1: Holy shit. That's harsh.
0: Told you. I saw it. I don't own it. I've had the option of owning it several times. I was like, nope. I remember that. No. (laughs) That's not even good for bad movie night. (laughs)
1: Active rejection around this movie. Oh, no. That's a shame. Well.
2: This movie- oh, look at the
0: co- look at the comics. The comments. This movie is a serious waste of time. Oh, <laughs> to keep it short and sweet, the movie is messier than Times Square at 3 a.m. on January 1st. <laughs> New York Eve is a perfect example why the adjective Hollywood is so often used as pejorative. The only entertaining way to watch New Year's Eve is a cruel experiment in which performers stranded with absolutely no script support are forced to subsist on pure presence, which oh, no! becomes a blood sport in which only a few survive. Oh, God! The stories are cheesy, and all the stars overreact, and the direction is disgracefully slack. But if you're watching in the spirit of holiday goodwill, then its fuzzy, warm-heartedness is passably entertaining. Passably! That's the best one I've had so far.
1: Damn, guys. I don't know if you should even... (laughs) Holy shit! Are
0: too long in one of the most badly cast films of 2011. Feels so short, it feels like a cinematic hangover with a delightful drunk the night before.
1: Cinematic hangover. That's a good line.
0: It should have been. It feels so short, it was like my last date. Uh, the The latest from director Gary Marshall. Oh, it's Gary Marshall, too. Is a completely uninteresting excursion that features a parade of familiar faces giving absolutely nothing to do.
1: Do you know what this sounds like? This sounds like what we were talking about earlier with those cookie cutter movies that get like a lot of hype and a big cast and then just don't have a lot of substance to them. New
0: Year's Eve impresses us with its guest list, but here but here these famous acquaintances are to be forgotten and never brought to mind. Ooh, now we go into audience reveals. <clears throat> um uh movie stars don't always make a movie good and New Year's Eve is proof of that. Yikes. <laughs> this is a follow up to Valentine's Day, not a sequel. Same director and some of the cast, although they're different characters. Same premise, just different holiday.
1: Oh, there's that cookie cutter thing again.
0: Oh yeah. At the end because this is a long a long one where they're to comparing to other films. Um, it says the performances are good But the story is weak and for a comedy it isn't funny Watch for sheer star power Just don't expect much substance Behind their shine <clears throat> That's Oh oh, this is the best one yet I feel bad reviewing a movie I didn't fully watch No I didn't <laughs> I walked out of this film Could it be that bad <laughs> to be nice Yes it is that bad The film is a total for Malik Bohr, And I'm shocked it was green lit No, no, I'm not. Aspiring writers out there never give up. If a bore like New Year's Eve can be made into a movie, your movie can be made, too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's hope! You go go chase your dreams, guys! You can do it somewhere out there. There's a place for your movie, no matter what. And this is proof of it, apparently. Oh, no.
0: That's uh, so amazing on every level. Okay, I've had the highlight my Highlighted this
1: movie was naming all the celebrities in the background. So what I we're telling texting you texting my friends for? All
0: of you people listening, that we have sat here for two and a half hours dragging you through thirty-five New Year's films, only to end with the worst one ever. But the one that is totally. On par with the holiday. Absolutely. So let's switch that out to Rudolph's Shiny New Year, also on par with the holiday. And that's cute and only an hour. And it's an official sequel by Rankin and, and Back.
1: Probably a much better spending of oh,
0: your time. Hells yes. And it has Frosty too. Who doesn't love Frosty? Aww. Exactly. Anywho, so.
1: <laughs> this was a ride, guys. We missed Keller, but this was a blast. She's.
0: I mean- like I hope we tried to make up for her. We miss her on many levels because there's just so many things that apparently sh- she brings. But you know, we did our best.
1: We did our best. We hope you enjoyed it. This was so much fun. Um, next week we are t- Keller Krampus. will hopefully be back, and yeah, we're doing Krampus. So get ready to be cringingly uncomfortable. And Good then- time. Pretty sure they let kids cuss, if I remember, and that's always a good time.
2: Uh, Oh,
0: you know, uh, afterthought for people that heard the Watcher in the Woods one we did. (laughs) And they know I'm obsessed with the movie. And I remember telling you guys it was coming out to Blu-ray with an alternate opening. That opening is freaking creepy. (laughs) Oh, really? Worth seeing. Freaking creepy. It was so bad. like i I had I was videotaping it to Keller when I watched it so that she could see it. I mean, got a little girl in the woods, and she has a doll, and her doll's head explodes and turns ah, I, to burn. It's very
1: oh my God, <laughs>
0: super disturbing. And wow, Wow. yeah. So there's that.
1: Go back and touch on that. I guess I have to now. Holy shit. Well, I hope right. As always, I hope you found at least one movie that you might want to watch. Clearly not the last one. Just go watch Rudolph and be done with it. It's
0: fine. We found a couple movies ourselves on this list, which is always fun after House of Yes.
1: Um. That's how we find them. All right, everyone. I think we did it. We'll let you get on with your day.
2: And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye, guys. Are you there?
1: I don't know how to stop this.
2: Oh, you're trying to stop it still.
1: Oh, shit. This is the wrong chat. (laughs) She'll have to cut this off. We
2: need (laughs) color.
1: This is going to end up being bonus content of just me failing at life. Where Where do I type it in? General boss ladies. What do I do? Oh, no.
2: You disconnect it with the X. Can I do this? Does that do it? Nope. I had to message Craig and be like, stop. Disconnect.
0: Left-click Craig and there's a disconnect button on him.
2: Is there...